said what I said. Hey, girls and gays. Hey, girls and gays. Welcome back to another episode of Boom yeah. I said what I said. Get your kiss out of it. I said what I said. <laughs> Bitch, don't leave me here on red. I said what I said. My voice is booming in your head. I said what I said. I said what I said. Did you make that up? I did. I wanted to surprise you. Oh my God. That's fantastic. Thanks. I love that. We should put some music. We should pay someone on Fiverr. Who's on $5 to make that into a... <laughs> Pay me $5, <laughs> That's beautiful. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. Welcome back to the podcast where we close the gap between, between who we are and who we want to be. And where we are and where we want to be. We were supposed to have a well-researched... I knew this was going to come back and bite me in the butt. <laughs> a well-researched discussion today on censorship. And I had done five days of research... We had five days lead time. Nyak did zero days of research. So now we're stuck with a chit-chatty episode, but it's a good one. Thank God. Thank baby Jesus. Thank baby Jesus. So what is on the menu for today? Oh my God. Oh my God. What's your first topic? I actually wanted to talk about cannibalism. Let's interrogate cannibalism. What is there to interrogate? Present your topic. Present. Well, I'm just... Okay. So basically... I'm really interested in why, like, where we draw the line morally. Yeah. And the fact that... Bitch is sounding vegan. Well, yeah, the fact that, like, why is one thing right but another not? So I was just struggling. I've never considered eating a human, and that's never been, like, an inclination. Wow. But... From the last episode, one of the episodes before, remember I asked like my teacher, well, why don't we just yeah. eat each other if there's like no food? And it was just called morally, in- what was it called? Politically incorrect. I don't think you, the teacher understood what she was saying because that's not politically incorrect. It is. That's it's- not politically incorrect. We- okay. Oh, it's a politically incorrect statement. She was saying that it's, you can't say, it's like saying, even though it's true, you, it's, it's distasteful to say. Oh, is that? Okay. That's, what, that's what I understand politically correct to mean. Okay. Do you want to Google it? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. You know I don't do research. But don't you want to know? Yeah. That's what politically correct means. Okay. Am oh, I right? Okay. I'm right. I bet you I'm right. No, it's just like such bad example. It's saying exhibiting or failing to exhibit political correctness, i.e. it is not politically correct to laugh at speech impediments. That's the thing. So it's it's that's why it's different. So that that is what you did is just like morally dif- whatever. No. no. Okay. Oh, well, no, yeah, I know what you mean. But she was saying the act is not moral, but but that's still not a politically correct consideration to say, why don't we just like eat other humans and eat grass? This is not politically correct because it's offense. So political correctness is um, used to describe language policies or measures that are intended to avoid offense or disadvantage to members of particular groups. So would your suggestion have caused offense? Is that what she said? Yeah. Okay, that's where I don't identify. I don't think it would cause offense. It's just not what is done. Okay. Yeah, and whereas laughing at someone with a speech impediment, it's not not what is done. It's just politically incorrect. Like, you it's, you shouldn't do it. It's more moral well, than they, it is. Hmm. Um, yeah, moral and being considerate as, than it is, like, an outlandish suggestion. Like okay. Like, eating people. Okay, so is cannibalism an outlandish suggestion? Yes. Why? Uh, because we don't need to at the moment. What do so, you mean need? Um, we've got enough food without needing to eat each other. Why would eating each other not be a first resort? Why is, why would you consider that a last? From a newly converted 
plant-based appreciator. Oh. I didn't say the word. God, yuck. Um, you're not going to get your protein from, from eating me anyway. <laughs> well, I'm going to get it from what? From so what, broccoli. What, why is it wrong? What, what are you saying? To like, eat people. Explain. Yeah. Um, because we shouldn't be eating animal flesh because vegetables give us more nutrients. Also, I just think I, the diseases come whenever you eat your own flesh, like the mad cow disease <laughs> that came from eating. Not cows. necessarily. So I just feel not like- necessarily. So those bacteria are also. So when you eat a human, I was doing my research. Um, so you were testing me. Oh no, 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 it wasn't. But oh. I think that was an argument that it's it's dangerous. It's not necessarily dangerous. If you eat our intestines, it can be dangerous because that's where you will get. Um, that's where like. I think it's tapeworms and it's the bacteria and mad cow disease, but that's the same as if you eat cow brains. Um, wow. Yeah. So it's like, it's not necessarily that okay. you will get sick. So Hannibal Lecter was living on the edge. No, he was getting the, the proper cuts. So no, when you eat a human. Brain. Okay. But it also depends, like not all meat. So some, just like some meat has bacteria, not all meat oh. has bacteria. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. So it's not like entirely dangerous. Okay, I have another argument. Okay. Well, then no one is safe because then who would be the crop that is deemable to be eaten? Like, oh, okay. Who would we farm? Yeah. Well, I was thinking, so when I asked the question to my teacher, it was less about, oh, it was. I was like, overpopulation, we should just like maybe, you know, farm yeah. people and eat them. So what do we So eat maybe that's where she thought it was politically incorrect. Yeah. Because I was like, okay, we should kill people. I was researching today, it's called survival cannibalism, where people, um, you're on a boat, you know, off to pop your pussy at sea, then somehow a storm scatters you and now you're lost at sea and then the person you're with dies and then you eat them. Okay. That's Would survival cannibalism. My concern was... You're let me, ask, let me you're answer that question back to you. You just want to know if there's salt on the boat and we'll be able to see... Because if you can't season it then... <laughs> let me ask that question back to you. Yeah. Plane crash in the Andes or wherever, Okay. And I'm going to answer and then you're going to escalate. I just know. Plane crash? You are there and you are absolutely distraught. And you and other people and you eat one of the dead passengers. No, are you asking me? I do eat or are you, you asking me if I will? No, you do. Eventually you do. You're hungry, you do. Am I spitting on you? You did once in my eye. Is that, but that was like two minutes ago. Does spit have the bacteria? <laughs> so, Okay. Um, you got you guys collectively eat the dead passengers, then a rescue team comes eventually, and they're like, "Ma'am, you've only been stranded for three days. Like, <laughs> what would you do? Like, bitches fast longer than that. Isn't that embarrassing? Like, that's actually if my biggest fear is not even eating a human. It's like eating them too soon, and then it just being like." Like, really humiliating. People will only be like, okay, fine, after day 21. But now it's day, day three. three. And I'm like, sorry, I low-key thought this was going to be my life. So like, why not start now? <laughs> why? So what would you do? Um, This is after I've eaten them. Yeah. I guess, or rather, when do you think you'd break? On what day? Um... You've been living off candy bars and, and, and rum. That was what the plane had, nuts and rum. I honestly don't think I, you know what? I would think, well, I could eat through the whole uh, crew, the whole, <laughs> I can eat through everyone on board. And then when I'm finished, I'll still die. So mm, why don't I just die I now? <laughs> Interesting. Only because like, if it was, if I was on board with like, you know, 76 pineapples, that'd be different. But 
because psychologically it would be so harrowing yeah. to eat a person, I oh. would just want to put myself through that. Really? Because I'd have to kill them and then fry and eat their flesh. No, 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 no. You don't have to kill. You don't have to. So, okay, this case study. The in... bodies are dead. Yes. So I really only have three. No, then we eat them immediately because you only have three days, ne? Well, do you remember? No, Nyaki, it's not. Oh, okay, guys, you have three days here. Do what you will. No, you don't no. know that it's going to end. I mean, there's no fridge. You can't keep the bodies. But it's in the Andes, Dali, so it's like snowing. Oh, it's snowing and shit. Yeah. In the 1970s, there was a plane crash where the rugby team, Uruguay's, one of Uruguay's rugby teams was stranded on, on a mountain range. Okay, I can't remember which one. And first of all, this plane... It had, out of, I think, 50 flights, generally, or 50 of its planes, 28 had been in crashes. So it had a 50% strike rate of being a good, like a sound engineering <laughs> endeavor. So these guys crash. A whole bunch of people die on impact. But then I think there are like 28 left. I'm going to link the podcast that discusses all of this. And they, they're they all Catholic. And they kind of all... After a few days, I think it's maybe like two or three days of just surviving on like snacks, like plain snacks. They're like, okay, guys, we've got to make a plan. They all agree to eat the people who've died. And it just had me thinking about that, like, because I think they only started eating. I can't remember which day you have to listen to this podcast. It's so good. But anyway, it was a day that was far that I, me as Makunda would not have made it. (laughs) It was like day 10 and I was like, no offense, like by, I think I eat every three hours. Like I need, I need to eat and I can't just live off fucking saltines. Wait, what would happen if it was your family? Okay. What these guys did is, um, the siblings who had passed away, they said, please, they, they agreed that they wouldn't eat the people mm. that were that related to, but everyone else was fair game who was dead. Mm. Um, and they survived for 70 something days. What? 70 something days. Hey. In the end, there were not over 20 survivors. The plane had yeah a whole bunch of people, maybe double, just under 20 survivors. These people were young as well. They were all men. There was one woman. She died eventually. They were all men um, up to between like the teens to the early 20s, like 23, 24, 25. Wow. Young people. And they were very resourceful. There were avalanches, all sorts of things. And they were incredibly resourceful. It was, it's an incredible story. And um, the ones that survived, are they okay today? I don't know. I actually, I want to Google that. I really want more details. Mm. Um, but this, so this is a podcast that discusses cannibalism and, oh, or survi- sorry, survival cannibalism. Mm. Um, and so this is just one of their case studies. And it just had me thinking as well about like the will to live. Mm. So like survival, I just thought, okay, jokes aside, I know I said, okay, I wouldn't survive without food, but it's more that I think I'm much more emotionally I have more emotional endurance than physical endurance. So I think I could survive like emotional abuse much longer than I could have survived like a physically taxing thing. Mm. I'd honestly just shoot myself with a flare. Like it's just not even that serious <laughs> to not have food. Like it's just. And then like live with your <laughs> eyeball hanging out your head for, for the next for seven, seven days. days. And because they're Catholic, like they, there was this one guy, the, the co-pilot, mm. he was basically trapped and he was going to die and he was in pain. He's like, nigga hand me my gun and they were like oh no 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 like that's no you cannot and so you can't waste the bullet no not waste the bullet but like kill yourself yourself. and i was like are you mad you fucking there's nothing worse imagine being stuck (gasps) stranded with a religious person who's like not gonna let you kill yourself oh i swear when i break free i'm gonna gnaw through their neck (laughs) like (laughs) 
what's worse than having your legs severed off in a plane? You're in the cold. It's day two. You're not dying. And you're like, hand me my damn gun. And, and they're like, like, no, 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 no. God would be angry. And you're like, what? <laughs> God did all this. Like, he knew this was happening. Like, he's, he's cool. What a petulant child. God did this and now he's going to be angry. No, that's hectic. <sighs> but I think there's a lot to talk about when it comes to the idea of like consuming other people and why we draw the line there. Honestly, there is not a lot to talk about. And I really there think is. you have a bit of a problem. Mukundra, I can't even believe this is a topic you raised. Really? But, but no judgment. Really? Honestly, 100%. Wait, so what's the difference between why have we made sense of eating? Why can't we eat dogs, but we can eat pigs? Exactly. No, no, no. Answer that. No, I where, where do we you. draw? So it's an arbitrary line between humanizing a dog no, no, no. Or what? I, well, I think, okay, I think that animals are different from humans. Not different, but, well, different. But how do you justify? That, but but that's why I think we stopped at humans as opposed well, to Well, we pigs. didn't stop. Like, it's still happening. That's true. In Papua New Guinea, ne? Um, In a few places. It's not illegal. By the way, in many countries, it's not illegal to eat a human, hey? I Google this. It's not illegal. Cannibalism itself isn't illegal, but there are laws around... Um, accessing bodies yeah. accessing dead bodies that will get you got and then the court keeps coming up with all these new rules someone ate in england like one bitch ate the other and it was consensual but then they were like no what? that's defacing a human yeah. body like disrespect filing it and i think what i can't understand it's again it's just like right to 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 autonomy if i want to kill myself i want to take my life if i want to eat somebody who and it's consensual if i want to be eaten and it's consensual yeah why does the state interfere in personal relations that are i am of age and i'm consenting and it is my body yeah why does the state have ownership over my body more than i do that's my question so eating a human itself that's not interesting and i'm not interested myself and i actually don't have a judgment on it either way i think eating honestly i think eating meats is is as outrageous as eating a human myself mm. my bigger question is why who has power over our bodies and why isn't it us mm. like why can't i choose i understand their argument because i think they are supposed to be the parent to the human body if you know what i'm saying like the state yeah the state is supposed to be like the guardian of the the but what have the they population? ever done for us that i trust you with my body what has the state ever done for me that i trust them with my body and they did must- i consent but now did i consent to that no, but it's that someone's got to take charge. Like, I mean, we have roads and running water and shit like that. And yes. the state needs to make sure that that happens. So in some places it happens better than others. But but if it was a free for all always, like a lot of shit wouldn't get done. So I'm not on the side of the state at all. Um, but I do understand the need for a structure and for the buck needing to stop somewhere. Um, yeah. Because, for example, in your cannibalism example, yeah. um, how do you tell... Whether it's not intimidation, brainwashing, um, whether it's murder, whether like coercion, it's it's hard to tell. And so sometimes it's just easier to to make it uh, very, very difficult, if not impossible, without, you know, actually saying it's forbidden than to allow it and trust in the discretion of people. And then things can get because when things get out of hand, I think it could Hmm. be horrid. I hear that. But that's so arbitrary because. Look at murder. People, murder isn't illegal. It's just who gets to. So we have, why is this, there's so much less rigidity around that. Like, why do we pick and choose? Don't you mean killing isn't illegal? Because murder is when it is illegal. Okay, killing. Killing isn't illegal. Yeah. I mean, if presidents are raping people, if presidents are killing people. Yeah. Me eating my lover and it's consensual. 
why have we now, why is there a moralist? Where, how do we formulate morals? And why do they fall on one side and not the other? Right. Why isn't there consistency and through flow for everybody on all terms? Right, right, right. I just don't agree with that. And I think when it comes to my personal body at home, why does that have to do with the state? I'm not affecting your running water. I'm not affecting your electricity. And in the same way, how do we ever know when, if it's sexual violence, how do we know when it turned? How do we know when consent was pulled off? All these things. It's the mm. same. Com- There's a lot of confusion around everything, around proof. Mm. But um, I think, yeah, it's less about the cannibalism, more the structure of why do we allow the state to have all this power over us? When have they ever proved worthy? Or like, where, where's, where does the consistency show? And where have I consented as an individual? We just have so much less, we just don't, we have so little autonomy and we think we really do, but we don't. In the same way, people who have that condition where I have to find it, maybe you'll find it online, where you you truly believe a body part, it feels foreign to you. Yeah. And so, have you heard of this? No. So, it's people who, um, they look might look at their hand and know that this is not my hand, this feels foreign to me, this is not truly who I am with this hand, I'll feel complete when I don't have this hand. They go... They opt to get it surgically removed and most doctors refuse them. Yeah. I think it's even illegal. But it's that thing of, but as much as your views is that, okay, now you'll be handicapped. Um, I can't imagine that for me, so I'd never do it to you. It's like, but that's not what I'm asking you. I'm not asking you to pass a moral judgment. I'm not asking you to um, empathize. I'm telling you that this hand does not belong to me. I don't want this hand. And this is, I've consented. You need to remove it. And they don't. And then what happens is people go to desperate me- measures and then they just go axe off their hand and then go to the emergency room. And then it's like, yeah, well, you know, I had to take it into my own hands. To be honest, I think that's a far better way to do it than to ask a doctor to do it because uh, there's the structures protecting the doctor. Um, I just think it's so complicated. So from, from the doctor's standpoint, knowing that, well, what if you're having um, an episode where I don't know mm. if it's an episode or I don't know if it's actually a condition that, that it's real but then again i also don't know if it's a condition that you might that might change when you can chem- the chemical makeup changes yeah um you know and then you're like you now my hand is like, gone yeah, yeah. But, what, bit, and then you want to sue and yeah. then uh, yeah so i just think yeah yeah and then chop off your own hair but again my question and i think it's just like a rabbit hole of questions i think i'll go on quora and i'll ask but i'm also like who decides what is I don't agree with the idea that there is one way, even if it's broad, there's one way to be mentally stable and Mm. mentally sound. And if you want to get your hand surgically removed, have consented to a certain kind of, I don't know, act, cannibalism, if you want to end your life, you're, you're medically unsound, you're mad. And it's like, well, who's decided that all these things, because the self preservation, there's like an obsession with, Um, which is just like innate Mm. of like keeping ourselves alive that's understandable but why isn't there enough like why can't we understand that people it is okay i just i just don't know if i agree with how we've like labeled how we medicalize and decide that people aren't sane and out of sound mind Mm. because they have certain they make certain choices whether lifestyle choices or like otherwise Mm. but i've also had this issue personally with mental illness as well um like this idea that people who have autism, it's a handicap or like you have a limited lifestyle. And I've always thought, I mean, as a kid, I remember just thinking, well, just because somebody doesn't have the ability to learn language in the way we know it, who's to decide that that's a handicap Mm. just because they don't like how they show up in the world physically, Mm. emotionally, mentally doesn't look like mine or doesn't look like a whole bunch of people. 
it might be atypical in terms of just numbers, but who's to say it's a handicap? Who's mm-hmm. to say it's an issue? Right, right. I don't know. I have a big concern. I just, that makes me mad uncomfortable because that can also shift. Like back in the day, and this like is a leap, but it's the same thing where you were mad if you didn't believe in slavery. Like it was crazy. Everybody believed in it. And if enough people believe in something, it's right. Mm. And it's typical and it's normal. Mm. And then now it shifted and now, oh, okay, now it's 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 more of an issue that yeah. you know, slavery is kind of ghetto. It's kind of trash. We can't do that. When is it going to shift again? And, and who is it going to hurt now? Yeah. Like- None of this, it's just, morality just confuses me so much. Mm. It just seems so arbitrary. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm guessing you've uh, touched on the topic you wanted to raise of morality. I have. Yes, I have. But I'm going to link the 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 cannibalism um, podcast. It's really interesting. Mm. But again, it's about survival cannibalism. So when you have essentially no other option, some people did choose to just die. Not on this specific example, but generally some people refuse and die, which I also thought was so interesting. Like, I don't know if I'd be strong enough to do that either. Mm. Like to be strong enough to eat a human or to be strong enough to just starve to death. They're mm. both so difficult. They, that's great. They're both I so want, hard. I mean, I just wonder, I think if I knew what starving to death felt like, like if you pass a threshold where you're no longer in pain, you're just delirious. I might go that route. There's this one guy. So he, um, they were stranded on a boat, two people stranded on a boat. Uh, for 14 months and they were eating for water they would drink turtle blood and for food they'd eat raw birds and he couldn't stomach it he just like couldn't he got sick but he also just couldn't manage and so he just died mm. and I just thought bitch you better learn to love pigeon meat because that that is on the menu Quick. also though what happened to the whole like you know finding two rocks and banging them together and making a fire they were on the ocean Oh, they were on the ocean. So they were at sea. And they were catching birds. With his hands. This man caught birds with his hands, turtles with his hands. What? What a trooper. When you were hungry. What? Yeah, darling. But this is why I just want, like, I mean, existence is also kind of low-key trash. Like, the fact that we need to eat so much, like, every single day is just about how to survive. It's- you find eating a hassle. I do. I find it a hassle. Yeah. You wouldn't say having a look at me, but I do. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is a I lot do. of our time, a lot of our day, a lot of energy. Like we spend honestly, like a third of our day, maybe a quarter. Yeah, just trying to go find food, forage for food, cook food, thinking of food. Oh, it's it's exhausting. Much. I do enjoy when you're on holiday. That's what I love about holidays. That you just know when you go downstairs. At the hotel, there'll be a buffet. There'll be food to eat. You don't have to really think about cooking or what it's going to be. Kukunda has been a buffet believer. And then you can decide from there. Absolutely. It's so freeing to not have to be concerned about like, where's the food going to come from? Yeah. Which is why I need to make money because I do want to have a chef. I do just want food. Yeah, I want to be to the chef. Okay, now I want gluten-free, vegan, um high carb and then they make it all for the week and i'll be like okay now i want you know yeah that's it and do you have just to close with the with the um the morality and like yeah the subjectivity of morality oh yeah 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 do you have any were there any do you have any feelings or opinions you wanted to add um or questions or well kind of you know like with the the comments you're making about the government like what have they ever done for like i i think that that is with imperatives like that where it's the extreme um the government has done good things yeah we don't like them yeah we need to push against them but a lot of the structures we have and the comforts we have are because of 
structures that they put in place. And so again, while I don't, like I'm not pro-government, um, I'm definitely not conservative. I do think that it's not, it's, it's hard and it's blurred and it's humans trying to do their best in some cases. And in other cases, just trying to have power. And it's like how that, it's like they maintain that balance um, so that we can kind of still function as a, as a, you know, a nation or whatever it is. But I just, yeah. So at the moment, and this goes against like my utopic view of how everything should be. But um, yeah, I, the question though is like, what is the alternative? And the mm-hmm. alternative for us now in the state that we are now, if all of those measures were taken out, then it would be Black Friday every day, every day. So, um, Okay. So just to add, I know it was just it was just a, a brief thing. You said you're not conservative. So even they're all pro-government, right? Liberals and conservatives. It's just like the types of governments. Just right, that's out there. Right, right. And then in terms of so I think my issue, Nyaki, it's like this is how I consider it. Quite literally, when slaves were taken from the west coast of Africa, um, that was a system they didn't opt into. But yeah. the slave owners could have made it a little more cushy. They could have gotten like pillows, maybe some people could stay in the house. Sometimes they probably got meat so they could improve the conditions of the slavery. And that's what I see government as, as first of all, I didn't ask for this. Um, what I consider a like fallible, problematic structure, but you can improve the structure, but I didn't ask for it in the first place. And they were, we had systems before governments. Um, but okay, I just want to go, but those systems before governments were government like. There oh, was an organization. Yes, an yes, organizing but there was a difference, massive difference. There's a difference between what a handful of how many people controlling how many millions versus a tribe of seventy, a tribe of a hundred, a tribe of even five hundred or thousand. There's a big, big difference. It's is there though? Absolutely. I I I honestly fail to see the difference because at the end of the day, it's everyone's voice doesn't matter in that mm. a thousand strong tribe. Well, I'm going to Google that. I can't say it does or doesn't exist. But yeah. I, all I know is that before, I mean, if we were hunter-gatherers where it was literally just, even before that, when we were cavemen, and it was just like you and your hoe and your kid. That's like a, a small enough group to probably, <laughs> I don't know if they had consultative decisions <laughs> <no> making. <laughs> okay, but to move on, um, you said, what's the alternative? Well, I just... And Black Friday every day. Well, that Black Friday every day is actually what is happening, in my opinion. At least yeah. in America, we know corporations run the country, will run the government and the government runs True. the country. I don't know what South Africa is like. I've not actually looked into that about like companies. But the Guptas, there was yeah. a state capture and stuff. So I, I'm still critical. I just don't. There is a better, just because the alternative, there is a better way. And I think... We could still have a government, but I could still have autonomy over my body. Why is it so scary that I might want to take my life? Like, who does that threaten? And why do we think if we let it, then everybody would take their life? Of course, no, very few people would take their lives Mm. because they can do it right now and they still aren't doing it. So that's some bullshit that, oh, (laughs) if we legalize, everybody would. No, people wouldn't, bitch. People are clinging to life in the worst circumstances. You hate your job. You hate your family. You hate your life. You're still alive. So people... For the life of me, I can't understand it. Humans insist on staying around and suffering. So making it legal to to have more autonomy in your own, in the privacy of your own home or in your own body will really not make things worse. If anything, it'll make people feel um, less alienated, which is always a good thing. Because I feel people on the fringes do crazy stuff. I think if it's not consensual, like 
when you make things illegal and when you put, push people to fringes, they have to resort to such, well, they don't have to, but they tend to be abusive to themselves and to others. Right, right. So I just think we have to like make spaces to include more people on e- in either direction. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I hear you. Not next, that next I agree. Done with it. <laughs> you don't agree? Um, yeah, but we could go around in circles. Like it's, I'm just saying it. more and more of the same. Okay, I, let's you It's chose. just all blurry. I just think it's it's all blurry and you can give people autonomy and probably should. And I agree with what you're saying about committing suicide and so on and so forth. But I just think that there there are not enough protective structures in place for when it isn't voluntary, when someone isn't making a decision out of strength and out of, um, you know, feeling sound within themselves, uh, you know, to eat or to be eaten. Mm. So I, I until we find a way of how to really to protect the the hearts, minds, and really the spirit of, of a person. Um, and whether that comes back to like a communal agreement, you know, like in, in, in your, your nuclear family, if everyone is some, you know, something where it's not just you on your own, but then again, then that, that bounces back to what you're talking about. That means these other seven people then have power over me and my life. So I just think it's all very, it's very blurry. Mm. And I do think the structure we have now, um, works in some ways and is very, very shitty in other ways. Um, yeah, and I'm That's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I mean, the thing is, like, for instance, in the Baha'i faith, they talk about a governing structure, but it needs to be like faith led like spirituality first Mm -hmm. and that's the that's their revolution and from that point of view then it's then decisions that are made are more like holistic but but then then again they probably value life and and killing yourself is not you know what i mean like they're they're boundaries everywhere so yeah that is true yeah and i think do you think i just while you were talking it hit me because i was like oh why would the government does the government care that much about me that like they insist I don't eat myself and others? They insist I stay alive. And just remembering that people make more money when I stay alive and miserable. Yeah, that's People so make true. more money when they diagnose me and say that I'm all these kinds of, of things. Yeah. People make more money when we're divided and polarized. Yeah. So that just doesn't seem like a coincidence. So, I, so I think true. we should keep thinking about it. But um, actually, that leads perfectly into the next topic I want to talk about is is debunking culture okay let's the culture of debunking shit oh so (laughs) so i've just been consuming willy-nilly everything i can find on netflix or nutflix as daddy calls it um about veganism and what you know just right that a plant-based diet okay okay and then so i watched i don't know i love how our episode last week of don't be too extreme has led yak into literally literally Tunnel visioning. Every time I go past her door, it's a man being like, one one burger is equivalent to drinking five gas. Like it just, every time I pass by, it's some loud old What's your favorite hyper one white man. About like feeding your kids bacon in the morning. Yeah. It's equivalent to, there's this like image Nyax told me about of like the scientist being like, oh, you have bacon every morning? That's equivalent to frying up 20 cigarettes and eating them. And it's a whole family around a table with cigarettes stuffed in their buns and like cigarette pancakes, cigarette crepes, eating them. It's and really, that's why people don't like vegans. It's really good. That sensationalist imagery. Is I'm going to start wearing vegan t-shirts to gym, man. Do, I, do the ones where they equate slavery, where they chattel slavery to, yeah, they do. They'll be like, you wouldn't kill a black so why would you kill a pig? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those are your brothers and sisters, darling. Yeah. 
Let me tell you. And this is where Mukundu and I diverge. I am not here for the moral veganism <laughs> of how can you do that to the capital? Blah, 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 blah. Um, that's not what I'm here for. I'm here for how can it make me well? How can it make me better? How can I live life better? Mm-hmm. And how can I have a, a smaller footprint? So it's not, for me, it's not animals first and that's, it's my choice and other people, it's mm-hmm. there. like other people will watch what the health and or whatever else and watch how chickens die in the slaughterhouse and be like, I can't do that to a chicken. For me, it's not about that. It's about the shit that's in chicken meat. It's about when a cow farts, that's what it so does selfish. to the world. That is no, so the methane from a cow's fucking fart what that does to the world and, and this he, world that I'm enjoying and the world where I need to grow my veggies. <laughs> I think I'll go to heaven sooner than you because while I do eat meat, I think it's disgusting and hideous and horrendous and amoral to literally eat flesh. I think it's just cruel. But do you think you're going to heaven sooner than me? Yeah, because I think it's cruel and I still do it. You don't think it's cruel. And that's, <laughs> and that's all the difference. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, I've got a hierarchy. Oh, wow, I've got a hierarchy, and animals is on. It's not on the top for really? me. Um, yeah, I do think it, I do. Like, I can't remember when we went to the village and we saw the most beautiful cow, and they showed us this is the cow we're going to be having for dinner. Oh, and then, God. and I said, "Excuse me," and they said, "Come, come, watch it being slaughtered." Oh, and they took God. us around the corner, and I had to run away crying, and I couldn't eat that night. Or when they brought you rabbits as a gift, and they were like, and you were like, "Oh, thank you so much." And then at dinner, they were like, "That is your rabbit." <laughs> Africans are actually nuts. Africans are mad. And this, we were with a white American and he got a goat and he was so happy he had this pet goat. He was probably even arranging a visa for the goat. Boy, next day, this is delicious. This is God, this soup. Yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah, it's the goat. He turned green. He was like, that was my pet. You absolute savages. But yes, your point you watching loads of what the hell? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was watching loads of, like, what the health and all related things. Um, oh, and the Game Changers, which I thought... So the Game Changers was my favorite because it was all positive. It was just showing, like, this is what your body can do when you feed it more, you know, plant-based things. Mm. And this is what it can do more when you cut out these other things. Like, it's all very positive. I prefer that to the fear-mongering much, much more because I don't believe in fear. Um, so I, I like that. That's why I like that. And I gravitate towards that. And then the next thing on YouTube, like they're all these like, um, um, game changers debunked. And then why the game changers is fake game changers analyzed by doctors is the game. And I just thought, so to me, I just thought, why is everyone so quick to debunk Mm -hmm. a thing that is actually only showing how you can be so much better, how you can heal diabetes, um, improve arthritis, uh, like heal your organs, um, you know, increase your performance, have more energy, sleep better. If, you know, lose weight, if that's what you want to do, how athletes are actually just doing better, you know, and how your, your sex drive goes up, your, an, why, why rush to debunk it so hard when it's not vilifying or it's not, um, it's not harmful, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I, so I just didn't understand, like, why not? Why are people so quick to, to, to debunk and to prove things wrong that aren't necessarily? So it's not like it's a, a magic potion or like it's Herbalife pushing a thing on you and you've really got to like, it's plant, it's vegetables, it's plants, it's that we've been eating, it, you know, from time immemorial and that communities all over the world do it just yeah so it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me why people cling on so much to the current reality and if something comes along that says look you you can have an improved reality why people rush to debunk it well what's to say that any of this is i think for me 
And they're sitting there with their gout and they're... <laughs> okay, shots fired. <laughs> but that's the thing. On YouTube, You're sitting there with, with their headsets. <laughs> like, okay, so... <laughs> so, if someone for 30 years has grown up knowing that, like, you, this is how you're supposed to eat and meat has protein. If you don't tell somebody that fava beans and lemongrass and is going to give them all the, the and protein. And sweet potato. Do you see how that... Peas, corn. <laughs> Are you, is this a proper... Is this sponsored? Is this thing you sponsored? By, by, the, by the veggie. But I think that's my thing is that like when people's realities are shattered, I think <laughs> that's overwhelming. Number one. Number two, I'm actually not inclined to believe either camp because... As we said in the last episode, science is supposed to be singular, but somehow it's never. Somehow, the thing that's yeah. supposed to save me is also the thing that causes cancer. The thing that's supposed... So I think both are right and both are wrong. Because how can I prove the same fervor with which the meat industry tried to tell us that meat is the thing, meat is the thing, they're coming saying veggies is the thing. So unless I do my own research, how am I ever meant to know? Because everyone's got an agenda. And I'm not going to jump from being a dumb bitch on one field to a dumb bitch in another. So, yes. But if you think a bit more critically about it, like who has more to gain by having you believe in their thing? True. They're not selling a product. That's it. And that's why for oh. me, it's so it's saying, go out and grow your own shit. Um, go and have your celery juice. Go Just go to the market and buy veggies. Not our veggies, our meat, our whatever. It's not support this industry that takes 70% of the world's arable land as opposed to, you know, whatever other small percentage it takes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's not, it's not force, And that has so much negative effect on the earth. Um, yeah, so through and through. I, and I, and I, I, I agree with that. But however... I agree with all that. I just think people, because your question is like, why, why people so quick? I think people do also like really personally identify with meat. Mm -hmm. Um, I think men heavily identify with meat. And that's all marketing though. That's the sad thing. Or this, yeah. Well, okay. All my facts come from the documentary that's very specific in choosing its examples. But it was going on about how um, it was discovered in the early whatever, 70 whatevers, that um that meat wasn't good for you but that um but then a marketing marketing campaign arose basically used confusion as their greatest tool mm, just create doubt, doubt. doubt that's right just create doubt in the consumer's mind is it is it unhealthy is it really um and then with meat just slogans like um you know be a man or a man's a man's meal yeah um, yeah you know but yeah but scientifically I mean, it just all made sense to me. You know, that the big protein argument, it all made sense to me when I watched that documentary. Yeah. I do think, I understand what you're saying in this context specifically. I do think though that the, the spirit of debunking is really important. Like the attitude yeah. of not believing, even if it's quote unquote wrong, even if it's believing that actually meat is better than vegetables for these reasons, that like curiosity yeah. and refusal to just accept will help us in like other fields as well. Um, and it's the same energy we needed from people to question the, the meat industry. So I feel like, mm. yeah, in the context, I can see why it's like, why would you do this? This is for you. Like we're helping. But I think it's such to be contrarian and to be like a questioner is so important, though. Yeah. And actually, I do agree with you. And I really think it needs to go both ways. I think that curiosity mustn't just be a contrarian. It really needs to be genuine curiosity. Is, is it good? And research into that. Is it really good? Um, is it bad? Is it really bad? But I think they have as far as they, <laughs> I think they have as far as like, they know how to research and they, 
like within their paradigm. You're a very flexible person. But again, if you tell what, like a middle America white guy, or even let's take black people because we also heavily identify with meat, Mm. that tell one of our uncles that, oh, actually, uncle, you should you should really be eating kidney beans and what else? Lentils. Spinach, papaya kale, oil, all your fruits. All of that. Yeah, I mean, it's just not going to make sense. But I think it's like, I just think we exist in. Am I making a good point? I think I'll. I just think we ex- exist in such specific paradigms that even our research is tainted by our intention. Your intention is to like be healthy, be healthy and to be to be healthy and like curiosity in that direction of the truth rather than identifying yes. with something. Yeah. And other people's isn't. There's a lot of safety in identifying and a lot of family like in community and over identifying with things. What is that about? I don't know, man. Do you think that's upbringing? Do you think that we have, like, because we were raised away from the hub of family and so on and that strong identity, do you think like it's easier to kind of divorce from that a bit? Oh, that's interesting. I think so. Hey, I think us having no national identity whatsoever. Um, she said sounded very, yeah, zero. Oh, she, I'll say me. Me having zero national identity. No, it's we. So you want me to now... We having zero national identity and like, yeah, just being in spaces where you just don't... You don't necessarily feel like you belong. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see how that's useful. Yeah. Because then you just... We just rarely feel like we fit... I think... I used to think not fitting in was a bad thing, but actually I think it's a good thing. Finally. Personally, not, not socially. Socially, it's not a good thing, but yeah. I think personally... It's really, well, actually it's a bad thing. I take it back. It's all bad. I like it socially. What? You think it's bad? Not fitting in? Yeah. I'd rather fit in and be ignorant and believe that meat is better than vegetables and be like puritanical and because there's so much safety, having knowledge, it seems that knowledge is power. Well, mm, mm, where? Like, show me where, because the more I know, the more I research, the more nuanced I become, the more questioning I am. And A, people who question... In capitalism, they're not the ones winning the race, right? People who are like actually invested in curiosity and empathy, number one. Number two, it's alienating and it's torturous constantly thinking about this like crazy paradigm and like thought prison you live in. I mean, would you rather be, I don't know. If I'm going to be a slave, I'd rather be one that doesn't know they're a slave. And I am a slave. Okay. Okay. Question. Oh, so many questions. So the first one is... um that about you talked about the capitalism race that you're not going to win the capitalism race no. because you're this weirdo um so number one i think that the capitalism race is really just this big sham everything's a sham it's all a lie <laughs> I know word. it's a sham <laughs> sham 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 yeah okay so it's a sham yes. it really is because at the end of the race you look back and you're like fuck i really should have just spent time with family um yes. you know had my toes in the grass relaxed a bit more and eating whatever the fuck I want. So at the end of the day, there is no prize. So the race is a lie. Okay. Number one. Yes. So then number two, would you rather be um, a slave and not know it or a slave and, and know it? It got, for me, it goes back to, I think something that Bobo once said, or I think I, I wanted to box with her because she was talking about how we really don't have freedom. Um, we don't yes. have free will and all of that. Um, and we nearly fought. <laughs> she doesn't know. Um, and, I think that it's actually fantastic to know that you don't have free will because then there is no 
hope for a false outcome or things to be different in some other way. But I feel like when I know, no, this is the paradigm I'm working with. Um, and these are my only, this is, these are my only options. And that's, and then I can choose to be happy within that. That's, and that's so interesting. Fine. That was literally the opposite of everything you believed. I want to say two weeks ago, you didn't believe in like limit. You believed in limitlessness. Yeah. Well, maybe no, I can see how they mix. Cause yeah. I think you're saying when you know your limits, you feel limitless. Like, when you know your limits, you have the freedom of like considering and making decisions within that. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I, I think that. so. And but then also like, yeah, it just I don't know. It it just gives a framework. So I would yeah. still I would still believe in everything, but I wouldn't I wouldn't pin my happiness on it. You know, it would it would be I'd be more relaxed about it. So it it would make it all matter less. I think that's that's the correct summary for me. It would make it all matter less, so I could have more fun. But for someone who think who believes it'd make it matter less, just being really like stringent on this what the health documentary. Yeah. So h- how do those things like for you? Well, I know what my body feels like now and something is telling me my body could feel better. So in this okay. paradigm where nothing really matters, I want to have fun while I'm doing it. And for okay. me, that fun is bounding up a mountain. I want to do that shit. I want to I want to pull myself up a rock climbing wall and not just look at it because obviously I can't pull my and own body fava beans is that's fava beans going to be <laughs> I know me and fava beans. Sorry, just that um, Hannibal ate someone's brain with fava beans. Wow! So I just remember them. I've never eaten a fava bean. So um, okay, yeah, races are like mm-hmm, doesn't make us painful. I think yeah, I, I I the capitalism rat race is a lie, but I think that doesn't make it less painful to be on the outside of it, like. The thing is, if you don't know you're a slave, you don't know why shit just isn't, you don't know why things aren't working the way you think they should or. Yeah, but that's more, looking in, it's, that looks more comforting. People who constantly blame things outside of them, people who don't know why things happen, people who keep their heads down and think they can do. That's very comforting. That's hell. Well, and that's for us it is because we're middle class, but like, okay, for me it is because I'm middle class and have options. But I think if, I had less options. I'd much rather just be numb. But I have less options than someone that is upper class. And for me, it's just, I would hate to think that, no, 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 no. I don't know, to be, anyway, I'm happy. And I think that there are people with more options than me. And so I think that the example can be extrapolated. Uh, maybe, but I think it also like the the distance between, between your options gets smaller. Okay. So yeah, I feel like the distance between our options and I don't know the upper class options are much smaller than the distance between our options and the yeah. complete like working class poor okay. people. Okay. Fair. This was such this was a very interesting episode. Very. I really enjoyed this. Thank you. Yeah. I love it. I have this so many more things to talk about, but we I have know. to wrap up, right? Yeah, I know. We really okay. wow. It was so much to discuss. Okay. Thank you for listening, friends. Oh, you're all so lovely. What we're going to do is um, in the Facebook group, I'm going to put, I'm going to pose a few questions about what you think about all the topics we discussed, about morality, cannibalism, and let's discuss that. Let's get your opinions. Yeah. Uh, please join that group. And what else do you need to do? I think subscribe so you get the notification for yeah. our podcast. Please leave a review. That would be so nice. Yeah. And if you have ideas for how I can improve my rap before we make it official... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Send it through. Yeah. Nyak, you can go on Nyak's page. She'll have the manuscript of the rap on, on her Instagram. No, to... And you can critique and edit it there. No? Honestly, do it in the Facebook group. Like, let's have a discussion. I'm dead. 
Thank you, friends. Thank you, friends. Have and a gaze. Yeah, we friends love and gays. You. Have a great week. Have a wonderful week. Bye. Bye.